Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. And if you're listening to this podcast right now on a podcast streaming platform, I just want you to know that this episode is actually uploaded on YouTube. You can watch this episode on YouTube. So if you'd like to do that, please head over to YouTube, type in Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. You can type in the episode number or the episode title and the episode will pop up. Please, please, please do us a favor, regardless of if you're going to watch the episode on YouTube or not, subscribe to our channel, Express Yourself Black Man. That is where the platform is moving. Right now, we are heavily based on Instagram. And while that is dope, Instagram does not pay us for the content that we post. So that means we spend hours making content, which helps you guys, but doesn't really help us to build a platform outside of building new followers. And while that's great, it's not enough. So please head over to YouTube. That way, it's a win-win for both of us. You guys get extra free content, and we get paid for the content that we post, while also having the opportunity to have a larger impact and a larger reach to the black community. So if you rock with us, if you support us, if you're interested in helping us further the platform, please take some time out of your day to subscribe to us on YouTube. Express yourself, black man. I'll give y'all a couple seconds to do that before the episode actually starts. Regardless of what you decide to do, I appreciate you for listening. How are you? I'm good. I was about to say you got your whole your own like production going on right now. It's a whole it's a whole studio in here at this point. At this point. You've okay. been on you've been on tour, haven't you? You've been on Instagram live tours. I've been, yeah, I've been doing lives with a lot of different people, man. Yeah. I like the reason why I like the lives is because it's like you get to have face-to-face conversation, and I feel like I learn a lot from the lives. It's like listening to people and then reading yeah. Stuff. So I like I like the live conversations. Honestly, I agree. I have not done a live with someone in quite some time, so I'm really excited to do this with you. And I just want to flow through it. Like I don't have a preconceived idea about how this should go or what we need to talk about because we talk about this stuff all the time. Absolutely. And so I'm just curious to know. Let me start it off. Okay. Let me start it off in the mess. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. What's the most? Um, because y'all, because a lot of a lot of people that follow me, they also follow you. Okay. And have, have you noticed how we've all kind of gotten sort of like intertwined with each other? Mm-hmm. in this work and mm-hmm. i really like that like i saw you with the men to heal shirt on yeah that's my guy yo james he's he's in richmond virginia and that's where my family lives actually so oh, it's okay. funny how it's all intertwined oh, but yeah, yeah we all kind of have become a community a community trying to push this stuff forward and so we talk about this stuff all day like every day and your stuff has been amazing and so i'm really happy to have you but again i'm gonna get started in the mess okay I want to know what's the most frustrating thing for you when it comes to this stuff that's going on between men and women. And I will put an asterisk next to the asterisk is your comment section. (laughs) So I want to know like what you find the most frustrating about this whole thing. 
there's, there's just a huge disconnect. Yeah. Um, for me, that's what's most frustrating because I actually have conversations with women mm. and conversations with men. Mm. Like, I, I feel like I'm not going to sit here and say I understand all of the problems, right? But I have a good sense of what's going on, right? So we have men that have been hurt, that yes. are I'm never expressing myself to women again. Yes. Women are only going to hurt me and women are only going to use my words against me. And then we have women who are really trying that can't connect to these men that have been hurt. And so it's like, I'm having this conversation with one woman and she's like, yo, I really need help connecting to my man. Can you help me? And then I have man like, why are you talking about black women? We should only be talking about men in this space. Mm-hmm. A woman hurt me. Women have been hurting me my entire life. And I'm like, bro, y'all and y'all, we are, we're missing each other. Like, yes. we're literally like, yes. like, it's a complete miss. It's a lot of miscommunication. Yes. And it's a lot of conversations that aren't being had. Like, literally, yes. it's a lot of men just talking to men and women just talking to women. When mm-hmm. we intersectionality, we need more of this. We need more of man talking to woman or woman talking to man or black man talking to gay black man. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of it is just people being closed-minded and not yeah. open to new perspectives and yeah. other people's opinions on things. And so that's why that's why I love the lives because I get on here and I get a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I get somebody else's perspective. So I can sit and listen and I'm not, I'm not uh, shallow enough to think that I know everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. because of how much I post about this stuff, I already, I know, I don't know everything about stuff. So right. when I hear with you, I want to talk, but also at the same time, I want to hear what you have to say. Right. Because right. you have a different perspective and you have an interesting, interesting perspective as well. So, so yeah, that's my, that's my whole thing. We're just missing each yes. other. We're having enough conversations with, with the opposite sex. And so we have our own behaviors and own viewpoints on things that are not, I guess in my opinion, fact checked by the mm-hmm. to be true. Like you get what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Uh that's that's it. But we can keep going on and on. But that's I know. I know we can. Okay. I know we can. And I I, I feel you on all of that. And mm-hmm. and I appreciate you saying that. And I also like having these intersected conversations. I think that's so important. Because like you said, like we have to open ourselves up to different perspectives. Now, the way that I've just kind of been in my life, I feel like I've been able to have conversations with men throughout. And so that was actually surprising to me when I became, I would say, like aware and conscious of how bad this really was. Mm-hmm. and how closed off people really were. So I want to know, what do, you, what do you attribute that to? What do you attribute the closed-mindedness to, closed to? Because it's not as if someone just pops out stubborn or closed-minded. So what do you think that it is, if you could, if you could speak from either side, for the men or the women? For, for men, it's, it's, a, it's a variety of things. The, the, the two things that I think about off-rip mm-hmm. is comfortability. There's a lot of men that are just comfortable with who they are and they don't want to open themselves up to new things because when you open yourself up to new things, you kind of have to let go where you were comfortable at and kind yeah. of into a new space where, with new information. Mm-hmm. So I say comfortability. A lot of people are just comfortable with the way things work and the way things are right now. They don't want to hear anything else about, about mm-hmm. anything, right? They're, they're 
they're in their system or their, their ideology or their way of thinking, and that's what works for them. And so anything else that opposes that way of thinking mm -hmm. is exactly a threat and it needs to be discarded immediately. And it, mm -hmm. it must be rejected and destroyed. Right? That's, that's kind of how I see it happening. And then another thing is hurt. A lot of men are hurt. We're all hurt. We're all, a lot of us are operating out of trauma and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But there's a lot of men that are hurt that also aren't aware that their hurt and their pain is what drives their behavior towards the opposite sex or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So a lot of comfortability, it's a lot of hurt. And when you mix things in, you get men that are just like, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I know it. I know mm -hmm. that story where I open myself up to a woman and she used it against me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, like I'm like, yeah, okay. That sounds like a lot of us. I get honest. But what are you going to do now? You just not, you're never going to talk to another woman again. You're never going to mm -hmm. open yourself up to another woman again. Mm -hmm. How is it going to work? Mm -hmm. What do you like? Let me know how that looks for you. And if it yeah. works for you, then absolutely. Okay, great. But for mm -hmm. me personally, hey, that's just not how I want to live. Right. right. That's not what we're selling over here. Yeah, that's just not, it's just not working for me. Right. Yeah. And, so, and, and then for women, I guess I got to ask you because I don't really know. And I want to know. Like for women, I feel like there's one thing where it's like, they get to a point where they just get frustrated because they've tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and, tried and they weren't able to open up and get that, you know, they weren't able to, I mm. guess, have a conversation or get a man to open up. So for them, it's like, it'll never happen. Mm. I, that's part of it, but I don't really know. So I, I honestly would, I would love to hear what your perspective is on that. Well, thank you for asking. And I can, I, I co-sign on the, on the men's perspective as well. So I have male clients and female clients, which I really appreciate about my practice because I consistently get both and, and definitely on my page as well. It's a very diverse group. So I like that. And everything that you're saying is very real. So like that comfort zone thing. And I saw some people in the comments that were agreeing, yes, comfort zone that feeling of, and the way that I, another flip on that is like a fear of being influenced by someone else. Like if I open my mind to something, to a different perspective, to this woman's perspective, or, and I, you know, I could flip it, but if we're just talking about men. If I open my mind to this woman's perspective, this fear that it's going to take something from me right. rather than add something to me. Right. Right. Okay. So like this fear of being influenced. And so, yes, that's very real from a woman, from the women. Yes. So this whole fatigue thing is real. Emotional fatigue is a real thing. We can think about fatigue. We can all understand what fatigue is like physically, right? Like if you're, if you're training for a marathon, you have to consistently like fight against fatigue and you, and you improve your endurance by fighting against fatigue. Emotional fatigue is also a very real thing. And I think because the way that we're, although we both have, when I say both, I mean men and women, both have masculine and feminine energies going on. Women are more in the feminine core for the most part, or they're inclined in that direction. And so sometimes that emotional fatigue hits harder for women. Not that it's not true for men, too, for men as well, but it has a different impact. The effect is different. So women who experience, who experience emotional fatigue are, let's say, have a harder time bouncing back from that emotional fatigue than I think, than I do, than I believe a man does. Okay. So, and then like that, like, okay, where a woman is conditioned and socialized to be more emotive, 
even though we could talk about the women who uh, have difficulty with that, we're just talking in general. Mm -hmm. And so if, even if you didn't agree with condition to be more emotive, we do know that women in general have more permission to be emotive. And so with that, so you think like the more, the higher the frequency of emoting, the emotional fatigue probability is higher. So it's not that men and women, it's not that men don't experience emotional fatigue, but the impact is different and the way that it occurs is different. And so I think that with, for women, experiencing that emotional fatigue tends to happen um, and they tend to be uh, set back by, even though I hear for sure men as well don't, they experience it too. They just don't necessarily cite it as like one of their main reasons for not wanting to continue, at least with me. So that's very real. And then they don't normally start with this, but the troubles and the picking. Okay, so you hear a lot, and I know you know this, right? You hear a lot of like, there's no good this out here. Oh <laughs> like, my. Okay, okay, okay. So we, we hear it, we hear it, we hear oh, it. Like, but God. for women, often, but a lot of women, troubles in the picking, okay? And like, not really, let's say, let's talk about, we can talk about priorities and values can be out of line. I could bring a lot of things in on why, why that happens, but yes, trouble in the picking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was going to say attachment style is one of the big reasons as to why we have it. Huge. But I don't know if we want to get that deep. Oh, we're going to have to work out. We're going to make a note because that's going to be a whole different conversation. Right. Let, me ask, let me ask you this so that we can kind of like, because if we go into attachment wounds, we and how, it's just, it's going to be a lot. And right. this is already, I know, going to be a lot. So let me ask you this. Why do you think it's so... Because I'll preface it with this. I have black and white clients. Why do you think this issue that we're talking about is so racial? Why is it so black? You know, that's, that's such a good question, right? I don't know. I feel like the easy answer is because that's all we know. So it's like automatically we're going we're gonna to assume that it's all black women or all black men. Especially <laughs> like if you grow up black you grow up in a black community and all you date are black people you see all mm -hmm. black people then that is your that is your reality your perception is the world is is basically black or the world around me is black so when you go through things and it's consistently a black person or a black woman then your your ideology or your thought process is well black women are like this or black mm -hmm. are like that. so i think a lot of it has to do with proximity and who we interact mm -hmm. with most okay um, but I don't know. I also feel like we're kind of like, come on, kind of like trained to believe that like black, like there's something wrong with being black. Like mm -hmm. there's like, like I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the word is. But I feel like we we like we kind of hate each other. Like in a mm -hmm. like we kind of hate each other in a sense. And I feel like we're kind of taught that through society and the ways we perceive each other, the things we see in the news, all these different things. But we kind of do, we kind of are traumatized by it. And the conversations that we have with our, with our friends and things that we see on TV, all these different things. And so like, it kind of builds this resentment in the community because mm -hmm. all you're watching love and hip hop and shorty's getting cheated on by her man. And now you're like, Gee, black men ain't shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, or you see, you see you hear your bro talk about his girl just cheated. Mm -hmm. You're like, damn, see, woman. So we get that kind of secondhand trauma. Yes. Ways like relating it back to all black men, or all black women, 
we're not we're not creating the distinction that it's just it could just be that black man or that black mm -hmm. man, right? Mm -hmm. it's, yes, it's a lot of that, and I also feel like it's because we don't see a lot of image of positivity in our community. A lot mm -hmm. of what gets spread is toxicity. Mm -hmm. Toxicity is easy to spread. It's easy to go viral because it's what's most in our culture. So mm -hmm. when you don't, when you grow up, all you see is people getting cheated on, people divorcing, um, all these stories being shared about people that look like you or people that you like you want to interact with. Of course you're gonna think. Of course you're gonna think that black women are evil or mm -hmm. black women can't be trusted or black men can't be trusted or black men are evil or there are no good black men. So mm -hmm. I feel like we have to share more positivity. We have yeah. to learn to stop generalizing. That's why every time you see me on a page, I never say all this or all that. I right. may say both or I may say some. Yes. But I'm never saying all of this or all of that because you're putting everybody in a category. There is mm -hmm. no way everyone on earth is, is one of any in my opinion, right? So it's 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 hard. That's a fact. It's not even a, that's a, just a fact. It's okay. just not. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's just give you that. It's a thank fact. you, thank you. Yeah. Right. And so that's why I don't generalize. And then also, mm -hmm. when you generalize, you program people to think that everybody is a certain way. And we mm -hmm. have a responsibility as like the healers in our community to make sure that we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. But we can speak facts about what's what's actually happening. Yeah, some people do cheat, but some people don't. Right. Yes. Like. Some people don't. Some people don't engage in that. And then you and then you can kind of debunk some of the things where people are saying like, oh, well, there are no good this or, or that. Mm -hmm. Or all people are like this. Mm -hmm. Right then and there in that moment. Like, no, some people are like this. Mm -hmm. I try to correct people when they do that. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I just feel like somebody said black trauma porn. I, that has a lot to do with it. We, we just yeah. have a lot of like trauma in our community and it, and it, it kind of makes us resent each other. Yes, and I agree. I agree. And I'm going to call that a fact as well, even though I don't have the statistics, but it seems factual, mm. right? Like, I, I, tell, I say this all the time, like, stop following the pages. Blo I have the pages blocked. I don't even want to see it. On, I don't even want to be able to oh, see it. Oh, you have it. I have it. I have them blocked. And I'm not even going to name the names, okay? Because we know the pages, okay? I'm about, we all know the pages. I'm about to do that, actually. Wow. I just don't follow them, but I still see them. In exactly. You got to get them off the explore. You can't even, people can't even share it with you. It's not, it doesn't even exist. And especially for people who are like getting out there dating or, you know, yes, getting out there dating and you have a goal, you want to get in a relationship, you want to get married. I say, you, you cannot consume it. You cannot consume it. And it's just re exactly what you're saying. It reinforces that programming that you have, that there's all of this badness and trauma in the world. And then you have this fear and suspicion that you're next. Of that course. it's going to be you. Yeah. And no, I don't want to give you a moment because you talked about attachment earlier. And you know I do attachment. I do attachment. Okay, I do attachment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. can, you, can you, for the people, link that link that kind of this trauma bonding that we have with each other. Can you link that to attachment for the people so they can get a taste? Okay, so really quickly, what I will say is a lot of us grew up in dysfunctional households, right? Mm -hmm. And we think it's normal just because that's what we grew up in, but a lot of it is dysfunction. I'm learning that some of my, some of my growing up, like, wasn't the best. Like, I grew up a little bit dysfunctional as well, and I have both my parents, but it still was fake a little bit dysfunctional, right? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. grow up in these households where there's a lot of dysfunction or you may not have one parent 
or you may not you may have both parents but one parent is working more or some of your, your parents may have temper tantrums and all these different things or they just don't care for you the right way mm-hmm. you, develop, you develop behaviors that don't sit well with how you connect with other human beings because growing up the way you the way your parents care for you is the way that you learn how to develop these relationships yes. with other beings, right and so what ends up happening mm-hmm. is start getting relationships with other people mm-hmm. you're trying to seek out subconsciously subconsciously yeah i'll back in household and if what you had in the household was dysfunction mm-hmm. then what you're looking for is dysfunction mm-hmm. going to end up in dysfunction. dysfunction you know what i'm saying and so what happens what happens right mm-hmm. people end up in dysfunction mm-hmm. and then they're like yo what the hell I can't believe this happened to me. Why can't I find good people? Mm-hmm. All I keep finding are these bad people. But they're not stopping to sit and stay and think to themselves, wait a minute, could I be the problem here? Uh-uh. The only common denominator is me. <laughs> Maybe I need to do some internal work. And so these people then start saying, all black men, all black women. Mm-hmm. But it's really this black man, that black woman, and I need to do some work. Yes. Because I grew up in dysfunction, which disguised yes. as normal. And I, I'm not even aware of that, right? So that's mm-hmm. what attachment styles are. Be, without me even getting into all mm-hmm. this about attachment styles, that's basically how yes. you know, these trauma bonds in our relationships yeah. cause us to start thinking that there are no good people out there because all we're attracted to is dysfunction because all we were raised in was dysfunction. So, yeah, man. Ooh, somebody give this man some hearts for how he just broke down a Wasn't it good? I, Wasn't it good? Okay, that was really, really, really clear mm-hmm. and helpful. So, exactly right, right? Like, in that subconscious, we create a system that we then look to repeat. And sometimes I refer to those people or circumstances that you go and find that match that initial dysfunction, that, that initial attachment wound, as like your trauma twin, mm. right? Or we try to find like a trauma twin in circumstances. So for example, maybe you had a mom or dad who was working a lot, which is a lack of an emotional presence, even if both were in the house, right? And then mm-hmm. finding someone with that same set of circumstances where they're hard to reach or they're always long distance or they're always out of state, well, long distance right or they work crazy hours and you can never quite get them and so that's how we we match those same circumstances up until we become conscious of them which is why conversations like this are so important because that's kind of what's triggers oh i do have something just like everybody we all have something that we look to match and no one gets away from that those first two attachment figures which are your parents it's every single person on the planet we've all got the same two mom or dad, whether you knew mom or dad, you didn't know either, or you knew one, or you knew one for a little bit and then one left, whatever it is, the absence of both, is still, it still speaks to the attachment that you had with them, even in their absence. So, right. oh, mm, mm. we can talk about, oh, we gonna have to talk about attachment files. So yeah, I like let's that. go. That's so good. Okay, I have question, question. Mm-hmm. What do you notice, whether it's, in whether it's personally in your life or like what you just hear on a regular basis or what you see through your page what kinds of struggles are black men and women facing with each other on a regular basis we definitely i think we all can agree that the overgeneralizing is an issue but are there anything or situations in particular 
specific problems that you tend to notice come up more often? Are you talking about in, re in regards to relationships or just in yeah. general? In relationships. Because we, if we go in general, we're going to be... <laughs> in regards to relationships, I just noticed that there's a lot of people that don't, they don't know how to communicate with their partner. Mm. Like that's the main thing, and that's what we talked about a little bit earlier. Yes. But don't know how to communicate with a partner, and or their partner doesn't know how to hold space. Mm -hmm. So we end up having just a lot of disconnect. People arguing, they don't know how to like resolve conflict, or they don't know mm -hmm. how to, I guess, for lack of better words, confront the other person about something that they're feeling okay. Yeah. And then you also have men that men or women that have things that are on their mind, things that they like, really want to express, and they don't feel comfortable expressing it because yeah. their partner doesn't know how to hold space. Or in the past, their partner has used it against them. Yeah. Their partner has brought it up. So now that that, that space is broken, right? So yes. you don't expressing yourself anymore. So it's, it's a lot of that. And it's also a lot of you should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Right, like oh, finger pointing. Yes, oh. come on, tell it's, us about it. It's it's. I'm in a relationship with a woman. Yeah. I've learned that women should be doing this because society has told me a certain thing. Mm -hmm. You should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you doing this? Mm -hmm. Now we're going back and forth about what your duties are, mm -hmm. rather than coming together as a collective, as a unit, and figuring out what works best for both of us. Mm -hmm. Because I have a skewed perspective about what my woman or man should be doing based yeah. on the variety of factors, one of them being society, but also what I saw in my household. Yes. Right? So I, I saw mom in the household always cooking and cleaning, blah, blah, blah. So my woman should be cooking and cleaning and blah, blah, blah. But my woman doesn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, what do we do? Do we break up? Maybe. Or do we have a conversation about how we make it happen? If that's something that's, that I'm interested in. Yeah. So out of that, it's like communication issues. It's people not holding. Yeah. But it's also, I feel like you should be doing this. Why aren't you doing this? Yes. Heard. So I want to make one note. We're going to come back to this holding space thing. Someone asked us to define it. And so we're going to do that. Okay. I'm going to give a, so to that, the miscommunications and then this sort of like, I'll say putting the cart before the horse where it's like, okay, I feel like I need this one, this role mm -hmm. or these, I need these qualifications met mm -hmm. and maybe not reflecting on who you're actually with or what you actually need. So it's not necessarily individualized, especially in the black community. There are these like kind of broad strokes painted across men and women. Now, I will say, because I, I talk about, I've talked about this, so I have to say that I do believe that there is uh, there's a benefit to order. I do believe that. I do not believe that everything is subjective, like to where I do believe that there are genuinely um, effective ways of going about things. And sometimes that doesn't sit well with people. That's a different kind of. We ain't even. Issue. Mm -hmm. We ain't even. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But yes, agree, mm -hmm. agree on the miscommunications. I would say to that something that's really helpful that I that I 
ask people to reflect on are what are your values and what are your needs? And we talk about that stuff a lot in my work with one-on-ones and in group, like to reflect on your own values, your own needs, and then finding the emotional needs. And there are other like financial needs, material needs, physical needs, stuff like that. But especially those emotional needs is something that we focus on in fixing those attachment issues because they're so emotional. And then finding that counter. So that can be really helpful. Right. Holding space, can you define that for us, Mr. Kizzle? Holding space. I think of holding space as listening, honestly. Like, that is <laughs> synonymous with active listening. But it's also just, it's just really giving your partner an opportunity to talk. Like, <clears throat> honestly. And you not feeling like you have to interject or offer your advice or your suggestion or use it against them in the future. It's dump. As long as you're allowing, as long as you're able to respect that dump, it's letting them dump, mm -hmm. and then offering support, mm -hmm. and however they're looking for it, right? Mm -hmm. As long as you're able to do that. So, like a good example would be, my girlfriend goes out, right? She goes to work, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. She has a tough work day. She comes back inside. She's like. <sighs> Babe, man, Susie at work got me so tight today. And now, now it's my job right in that moment to either create a boundary, which is like, okay, babe, can we talk about it a little bit later? Mm -hmm. With letting her know I'm not in the space right now to do that, mm -hmm. to take this on, or mm -hmm. babe, what's going on? Now I'm, now I'm, okay, now we're holding space right now. And yeah. now I just let her talk. I don't really have to do much, but mm -hmm. actually listen. Mm -hmm. Listening means that I'm listening for certain things to see if there's a way for me to help support a little bit later or whatever. Mm -hmm. Be a better partner. A lot yeah. of times what, what, what will end up happening is, okay, babe comes inside. She wants to talk about something. And you're like, all right, cool. Let me let her talk. Even though I'm not in the mood to listen. And then you're not listening. And now she's mm -hmm. unheard. Now she's not going to because now she knows even if I express myself, my partner is not listening. Mm -hmm. But now holding space is, is out the window because you have violated that in the past. Right? So it's about active listening. Once you get to the point where you're like, okay, cool, vent, you have to active listen. And it's really not that hard to active listen. All you have to do is really just listen. So she'll be like, okay, Susie did this and she was pouring this juice and it got me so tight because I wanted the juice and she knew I wanted it. And you, all you do is, damn, babe, I can't believe you did that. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I can't believe that. That's, mm -hmm. that's yes. crazy. But you're actually connecting with her. You're, yes. you're, you're, you're right to feel that way. I understand. Mm -hmm. I'm not you pump her up and you fill her with, with all these lies and things you don't agree with. But if it's feeling valid emotions, yeah. you allow her to you, you connect with those emotions. Let her validate her, validate her experience. And okay. then let her, just let her. And that's, and that's really what it is for me. That mm -hmm. works wonders for me. Right? Like, that works wonders for me. But a lot of times what happens is, like, guys aren't interested or they're tired themselves and they don't know how to create a boundary. Mm -hmm. different things. So, for me, I don't know. I like the gossip, though. I don't know. Me, personally. That's just... <laughs> you, want, like, you want the, the, the work I, tea. You cry. Right, yeah. I, 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 what, what, babe, what, babe, what Susie do today? Yeah. Hey, like, what Susie do? Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Let me speak. Let, let me... Let me say what I, what, what, what I hear from, from some men sometimes and try to get, I'm going to help them out for a second. Uh -huh. um, 
because I think a lot of men are kind of tired of, of active listening and not having a woman actually listen to them. Ooh, that's true. And so I I appreciate what you just did. I want to know, I want to kind of flip it a bit because I think that a lot of times men are um, charged with listening more and upping that emotional intelligence and all of that. Of course, I think it's great. Mm -hmm. But I have to say that women don't always do the best at giving that back, reciprocating that, or don't really know how to do it. And I wonder what you think about that is that is, is that is that is there some truth to that there there is, there is some truth right there is, okay but i'm not going to all the way absolve men because i yeah. feel like we also have a role to play in that like are you going to your woman and are you saying hey babe i need to vent mm -hmm. if you're saying all that and she's not listening all right cool you got there's an issue right there mm -hmm. but if you're not doing that and you're just not finding a, a, a the right time to talk but you're also blaming her for not holding space you're not really you're not properly communicating what you need that's true <laughs> you get what i'm saying like, that's not important yes. you know what i'm saying so how yes. can you really get mad at her yes. for not holding space when you're not telling her you need to hold space because no, that's very real yeah. yeah unfortunately the perception is men learn how to deal with things and we don't need to gossip or we don't need to vent right so of course your woman is probably going with that societal accepted perception which is like, like he's fine he's fine he he's fine he doesn't talk about anything he's good my man is good so if you're not talking about stuff if you're not letting her know you need to talk about stuff but you're mad that she's not holding space you're not doing your job in that there goes the church finger there goes the church finger right. job in that moment That's right. right now if i need to vet yo babe <laughs> babe yo i gotta talk right now bro what's up you got some time because oh they getting now, bro. And then we figure out a time. Yeah. And it's just that simple. But I'm also comfortable doing that. Yes. Because I've space in the past before. And I know yes. that's gonna be an issue in the future. So there's also like it's also like experiential things too that play a role in that. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I just feel like we coming back to the point about community and like mm -hmm. We are missing each other. A lot of times, like somebody, I was talking to Cece, the Crimson Kiss on I, I watched that live. It was really good. Yeah, she's dope. She was like, yo, a lot of things could be solved with a simple conversation. And I was like, yo, that's, honestly, that's facts. It really is facts. If you don't like, if you don't feel like you're, you can, you can vent to your girl, tell her. And then, and then if after that, it doesn't work out, all right, now I've got an issue. But you can't keep on internalizing everything, getting mad that you can't talk, resent resenting your partner, and and then feel like none of the none of the blame is to be put on you. You gotta communicate. Agreed. Gotta Agreed. Communicate. Someone has someone asked the question, what if we do all that? Like hold space and then do that. But yeah, I think your point, like it but that would be the follow-up question is have you literally said, Hey, when I when I wanna share it feels like you checked out or I don't get the same energy that I'm giving you when you come in talking about Susie. When I come in talking about Scott, you really seem like you don't really care that much. Right. Because right. sometimes a person is, and this is their responsibility, but sometimes that person is unaware of how they are coming off. They're unaware that they're not listening well, that it's worked for everybody else and no one's ever confronted them on it. And so we have to get out of that fear of confrontation because confrontation is the only way that we're going to grow. 
So right. especially with your partner, you gotta be okay with being like, hey, like I don't really like that. Hey, like when you do this, this is what this is how it makes me feel. Instead of feeling like you have no say in how this thing is about to go. No, like you've got to speak up and say this is what it is. And then if they still are unresponsive or they minimize it, deflect, or there's no follow through, they agree with you, but there's no follow through, then yes, you have a real problem. So they either are too emotionally incompetent to actually do this or they don't care enough. And either way, it's not going to work out well for you. <laughs> so that's when you have some decisions to make. Right. We have talked about what the problem is. We are in agreement. I think everybody on this live has seen what we have talked about. They've heard about it. They've been in it. So let's talk about what we can do to make this different. What do you think, Mr. Kizzle? If you're single, regardless of if you're single or not, I feel like you should be having conversations with the opposite sex. I just feel like that is the easiest way to get in the head of the people that we create all of these narratives about like once i started talking to some more women i was like whoa that ain't that ain't true my bro told me this but this ain't this ain't lining up with what you're saying so okay wait a minute am i gonna believe my bro or am i gonna believe the actual source mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and a lot, a lot of people are just we're just talking to the bro the hurt bro uh oh hurt the hurt bro is the last the hurt one the hurt bro is the oh, we always got the most to say. We hurt, we be talking. The hurt bro is the we talking to everybody. Whoever wants to listen, I have something for you. Right. That's the bro that's putting all the divorce news and woman can't be trusted and all of these things in the group text. All of these things are going in the chat and you just consuming it all. Yeah. So until you have these conversations with the opposite sex, you cannot go and say all women or all men are mm. like because you don't know that and you're not talking to them <laughs> oh you can't do that i feel like that's a big that's a big reason why we are so disconnected everybody is talking about each other instead of talking to each other mm. and it's like bro what are you what are we doing what are we doing bro that's why on the page i say all black people i don't yeah. just say it's called expressions of black men right mm -hmm. But I don't just say, oh, this is a space for only black men to express themselves. While mm -hmm. those voices are important and it's important for men to heal men, it's also important for us to get the perspective of other men. Because mm -hmm. if I just start to pay and I just talk about men expressing themselves and nobody else can talk, come on here and express themselves, mm -hmm. I don't get your I don't get your perspective. Right. I don't get Cece's perspective. Right. I don't get Bonnie's perspective. These are all people that I've had conversations with that have helped to shape the way I view certain things. Mm -hmm. And now I'm not growing as an individual or a human being because I've sheltered myself mm -hmm. in a community that has the same way of thinking as me. How in the hell am I supposed to grow? Right. In one term, we would call that groupthink, okay? Mm -hmm. Groupthink, where there's one idea that's perpetuated among the group and it really becomes so energetic, the idea itself, that we don't critically think about what we're even talking about awesome. because you become so loyal to the to the idea um, that you don't apply any critical thinking to it. And can we just talk about critical thinking real quick? Can we please, please, can please, we, somebody do it. Explain what critical thinking is. People that mm -hmm. know what the term is. Critical thinking is taking in an idea, assessing its relevancy. And then also doing your own research and trying to figure out 
Mm -hmm. It aligns with what you believe, what you've been taught, all the different things that you know. And mm -hmm. either agreeing, disagreeing, or partially agreeing with the idea, and maybe potentially using it in the future to grow. Right? And what yes. is this? People get on social media, they see something, and it's fact because it came from this account. Yes. And they're like, yo, damn, I can't believe this, man. That's crazy. I can't believe this is going on in our world. And I'm like, bro, you know a regular human being posted this? This could be incorrect. This could not, this could never have happened. This could, how do you even, yo. And that's one of the main things that I try to tell people on the page. This is yes. for me all you want, please. Please, because I'm not sitting here saying I have all the answers. I'm just saying what worked for me, and it may work for you. Yeah, we can have a conversation about that, or we can we can agree to disagree. Because I want people to come on a page and have a mind of their own. I want people to have a mind of their own point blank. Period. We got too many people that are just drones regurgitating the same yeah. and thoughts and processes that aren't their own, and they think yeah. even just because it's in a book or just because it's on social media. Just because it's on a website, that is fact. Mm -hmm. And I just don't take things that way. I take things in, and I mm -hmm. choose on them, and I, I, I meditate on them, and I reflect. And yeah. maybe after that, I'll be like, okay, you know what? That makes sense, you know? But I keep myself open enough to get all these different ideas. Yeah. Be my own person and understand what life is for me. And when you don't do that, you will always be navigating life somebody else's lens or thoughts mm -hmm. I don't want to be that person yeah that person. so that's what that's what critical thinking is and a lot of us need to practice it more i don't know how to do it on social please media. god please bring back critical thinking consume consume man for real that is so important yes okay thank you for making that point i totally agree i don't have to add anything to that i think you covered the basis on the critical thinking so yes you have to be able to filter it through your own <laughs> values, your own needs, your own ideal identity or family, whatever, and does that align with that? Mm -hmm. And if not, then you are a sheep. Mm -hmm. And you also have to go wherever. <laughs> you also have to be able to let go of ideas quickly too. Yeah. Because sometimes we learn Willing to let it go. Oh, this idea is beautiful. This is amazing. This is the, this is the greatest thing on earth. And then something else we'll learn, we'll debunk that. And because we're so attached to the previous idea, we have now let go of an opportunity for growth. Yes. Because we won't let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be assertive and open-minded. You can have your idea, your opinion, your thoughts, and you can be willing to be, if we go all the way back to the very beginning of this conversation, influenced. You can be influenced. And practice it now, especially if you're a single person, practice it now because... I think a lot of people think, oh, I don't want to take us down this road now. So we're about to go on this last leg. But a lot of people think that when they meet that right person, all of a sudden, they're going to be great. And all of a sudden, they're going to be open-minded. And all of a sudden, they're going to be flexible. But you're not practicing it now. And it doesn't work out well when that right person comes along and you're still the same person that you were when you were trashed. Okay. Oh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You said, like, a really good idea is for people to have conversations with men and women. And if they can't do something like this, they're, like, get on a live, they don't have a platform, whatever. Where would you suggest that they that they do that? Where where could you begin to have those conversations to open it up? A lot of people go to school. You can just talk to people that are in your class. You have mm -hmm. to in your class. A lot mm -hmm. of people go out to restaurants, to bars, like, 
we don't have to make this complicated at all. People mm -hmm. social media, you have men and women that are following you. Mm -hmm. No men and women. Like, there's, I don't think there's any person on earth that only knows the same sex, right? <laughs> so it's you have people that you are comfortable enough at least to ask, ask a question. So do that. Literally how I started was on social media. I would post a few things. Someone would respond. And instead of me trying to shoot my shot, I'm having a conversation. And that's yeah. it. And after the conversation, I'm like, all right, bye. Thanks for the information. This is great. <laughs> I just do it again, repeat it the next day or the next week or whatever. Yeah. And now that's opened my mind up to a woman's perspective on things. Yeah. But if you do that, you will never really be able to understand. I hear people say, I hear people say all the time, women are complicated. I don't get women. And I was like, okay, do you talk to women? All right. So how you don't? Okay, cool. So of course they're gonna be complicated to you. You don't you don't it's mm -hmm. a black box to you right now. You don't have conversations yeah. with them outside of trying to have sex. So, it's, of course, it's not connected for you, bro. You got to have these yeah. conversations with no end goal in mind. Like, you mm -hmm. don't have the conversation and be ready to dip out as soon as you get your information. That's it. <laughs> we don't, yeah, we don't have to. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. Like, women, you can have conversations with men. Not all, you can have conversations with men without the fear of, like, them trying to, like, get your vagina, like, steal right. your vagina away. Like, that's not... That's not the case. Like many men are open to having just normal conversations. Please, right. please. Okay, okay, okay. What else? Other solutions? Other solutions? Talking to talking to people. What, you, what say, else do you think? I would say talking to people. I would say if you're in a relationship, implement check-ins. Okay. Because that will allow you guys to have a manufactured space. Mm -hmm. You get. So it's like instead of you coming in at a certain point in time and trying to force the space when I'm not feeling comfortable about talking. It, mm -hmm. Okay, we know we have a set time or a set routine in which we check in with each other. And now this is the space where you get to dump and then maybe I get to dump after. Mm -hmm. We've we manufactured that space that is so vital for relationships. We can talk about a variety of things. We can talk about what's going on with Susie. We can talk about Scott. Susie and Scott. About, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could talk about we could talk about our relationship, my needs, my values, our future, all of these things. I feel like check-ins are such a great tool and it's yeah. underutilized in relationships. People just get in relationships and then they're just like, all right, cool, we good. Mm -hmm. And then until until something goes wrong, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only time that they actually start to check in with each other and figure out what's going on and how your partner feels and all that stuff. So yes. definitely implement check-ins. They don't even have to be often. They could be once a month, they could be yeah, once a month is just fine. You know, I think once a month, just fine. And then having the mindset that you are willing to confront an issue when it arises and you won't wait if it's three weeks out. If that check-in, you got a three-week-out date night situation plan, don't wait if you know there's a problem today. Okay, there's a problem. Check-in days today. Check-in right. days today. Right. Like, we're not, we, we can't, you, right, we got, what's going on? Like, I noticed, I noticed this, I noticed you a little bit like that, I noticed this, am I, am I wrong, am I tripping, like, or what, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just want to make sure that we're okay. And someone just said, in transparency, so when someone asks you these questions, y'all tell the truth, that. tell the truth, because if you don't tell the truth, then all of this is null and void. You might as well just, just give it up. Because if you're not willing to be honest and say, wow, you did, you did just, you did just realize that my energy was off and you're right. It's off because I'm pissed about what happened two days ago. 
and I need to get, I need to let you know that you have to be able to be honest. And if you're with someone that you feel like you're unable to be honest with, first I would say check yourself because if you you might have an issue that's preventing you from being able to fully. And there might be some hurt back there, right? There might be some overgeneralizations back there, some distortions about women not really listening or men, not, whatever it is. You have to be able to handle that so you don't project that onto your partner because a lot of people that i talk to are really truly well-meaning and then you have somebody else on the other side that has all of this trauma in the way they can't even see you and so now i'm not treating you like kizzle i'm treating you like my dad who was never here who was not present right or i'm not treating you like taylor i'm treating you like my mom who she was dating around and she never was secure with the man. And unless we get rid of those things, then I'm going to treat you like you're somebody else. Those are called projections, bringing that stuff in the past and putting it in the center. And now I can't even get to you because I'm dealing with all this stuff in between. And so you got to get that stuff out of the way. You know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? So <coughs> projections. <laughs> So, yeah, we got to be honest, y'all. We got to be honest. You got to get, we have to deal with this fear of it. And then if you're constantly with people who you, who truly give you evidence that they cannot be trusted, then that, we got we got an issue again with the picking. Not that they should be untrustworthy, but there's nothing we can do about the person on the other side. And so it's our responsibility to say, okay, I cannot, they've given me evidence, true evidence that this, that this thing is not, it's not a two-way street here. And now I have to take responsibility for doing the right thing for myself and removing myself. And let me figure out why I keep picking these people. What is it that makes them so attractive to me, so appealing to me? Why do I feel so compelled to scale these walls? Why can't I rest? Mm-hmm. You know? Whatever. Anything else? You got, you got one more? Oh, I got a good one. Let go of the people in your life that are not feeding you the things that you be fed. Right, we got a lot of people that are putting a lot of things in our in our faces that are are forcing us to consume a lot of things that we don't want to consume, or that are not helpful for us if we're looking for certain relationships. So we talked about you talked about blocking certain accounts. Um, I know you ain't want to name them. I know you ain't want to name them, but I'm gonna name you. Okay, I'm gonna get a little. I'm gonna get a little ugly on here, man. Okay, who is it? The shade room. Oh, my God. Okay. There's a really quick and easy way that y'all can do this, right? If you want to figure out if an account is good for you or not, you can go on that account, look at their last five to 10 posts. If, if, the, if the ratio of the posts that make you feel good is higher than, let's say, 50, 60%, keep that account. Sure. Great. Right? Mm -hmm. If it's less than 60%, why would you why would you ever want to have that kind of content? If it doesn't align with what you're looking for, get rid of that. Another that ball alert. Oh, ball alert. We're oh. getting there. We're uh -oh. getting there. Ball alert. Spiritual world. What is spiritual world doing? <laughs> Block these accounts, y'all. Look, now let me get in it. Justin LA boy. Woo! <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> right. Y'all gotta let go of this stuff, man. Let go of it. If you're looking for healing, if you're looking for healthy, let go of the negative. Let go of the opposite. Because having both is a conflict of interest. Right? And if you believe in like manifesting things and 
things in existence and all these different things, if you're seeing all of this content, you're consuming all this content that speaks the opposite of what you would like, what do you think you are going to attract? It's sabotage, right? It's sabotage. You are literally sabotaging yourself. Yes. Put yourself in the spaces that you want, basically. Follow more accounts that, that, that talk about healing. You get what I'm saying? Follow more accounts that show black love, black relationships. There are enough out there now that you don't mm -hmm. really follow the other accounts. You can really, you can right. really place your feed. So let's do that. Let's yeah. do some accounts to replace. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Black yeah. love. There's a black love account. There's a black love. monster vision. There's there's a <laughs> monster vision. <laughs> there's a there's a um black love exists account. Yes. For the woman, there's a account called the Black Man Can. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. positive images of black men, black families, all this different stuff. Yeah. Um, there's another account called Dare Fathers. Dare Fathers. Positive images of black fathers. Jason Wilson. I like a Jason Wilson. Mr. Jason O. Wilson on yes. Instagram. That's basically, that's your father figure right there. That is your dad. That's the only <laughs> dad that you need to be listening to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean to put him on a pedestal like that. He's still No, he's, he's, he's great. But he's yeah. dope. That's yeah. my guy. He's dope. Men to Heal. King J. Barnett. I am Taylor Chandler. You feel me? It's I do. Like black man. I do feel you. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> I do. I do. yeah. So totally, I'm so thank you so much. I yeah. I'm like so in people's about this. Like that is so 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 huge. Like like this in the oh, because people know I love to talk about the subconscious. Most of our so I have to plug this. Let me let me get into the neurology a little bit. Most like ninety five percent. I'm talking about ninety five. Okay. 95, give or take nothing, 95% of your actions, behaviors come from your subconscious mind. And you do not need to be literally reading the every single word in the captions because your mind absorbs it anyway. Even when you're not intentionally dialed into it, it is on your feed and you're seeing it and you're seeing all these crazy, crazy comments. Even if it's a flash, your subconscious got it. And you need to see that with the things that you want and that are positive and that aligns with your goals and not all that other mess. Mm. Cut it out. Mm. Thank you so much for that. Because I always say it, and I'm like, I know I'm lame, but y'all need to block these accounts. <laughs> like, <laughs> cut it out. Okay, so thank you for that. That is so good. And someone asked you to make a post, by the way. They said, make a post. Of all I, have, I have a post for accounts to help black men heal you know what i'll probably do i'll probably make a post with just accounts that show positivity in the black community and i'll just literally just put a bunch of no explanation nothing just here are just a bunch here. Of that you can follow yeah um, no order nothing but if you're looking for more positivity in the black community share this instead of the nonsense that you're on a daily basis <laughs> thank you thank you Okay, so the last thing, the thing that I, I will, I will contribute to the solution thing because I everything that you said is real. I believe in all of that. And the last thing that I would say, and I want to know your comments on it, is to give each other in the solution to this reconciling between black men and women to give each other grace. Okay, grace, grace, please, Lord, please, Lord. And I don't even say that facetiously. I really mean, please, Lord, grace, because if you're black in America. You had a problem, period. You got a problem. 
Right. Got a I got a problem. You got a problem. We got a problem. Okay. <laughs> and so we need to give each other grace, knowing that every one of our counterparts has some fragmented pieces, whether, whether it's in the family or it's in the work world or it's in the way that the country just views you, all of this stuff. We have some fragmented pieces of ourselves. And so as we're interacting with each other, knowing that the person on the other side has got some things going on and it's not your job to take responsibility for that, but to use Kofi's word, holding space for it and knowing that sometimes we have trauma responses. Sometimes we avoid, sometimes we withdraw, sometimes we get anxious, sometimes we get paranoid, sometimes we get suspicious. A lot of us aren't accustomed to a healthy, sustained love and presence. And so when someone goes left that you are interacting with, and again, we're in the context of relationships that you are vetting to be a partner or they are your partner, to know that sometimes when that stuff happens, it's really not about you. And there can be some things going on, especially if they're Black, okay? There can be some things going on in the background that is triggering some of those responses that you don't like so much. And so I'm really big on people not ejecting themselves from relationships too early without having appropriate conversations and trying to hold that space for each other. And that's an opportunity for better understanding and compassion for each other. A lot of us in the Black community need to practice empathy, so to be able to practice empathy with each other rather than reinforcing the trauma of like rejection and abandonment just because someone does something that you don't like or you don't understand. So that's what I think about a solution that we, we Absolutely. need. Absolutely. I 100% I support grace, for sure. Somebody said, what does grace look like? Mm -hmm. Grace is just allowing people to make mistakes and understanding that they're a human being and mm -hmm. just giving them the space to go through what they're going through. And come out on the other end, hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. And so that, the, that's what grace is. Yeah, I was just gonna say that one of the barriers, because that sounds so beautiful, right? And everyone would like to believe that they would that they can do that and that they would do that. But I know from my position as this whole therapist thing, mm -hmm. right? And as a human living in this world, one of the barriers to that is that if you have an extended grace to yourself, and if you especially if you haven't had someone as significant to you extend grace to you and they rejected or abandoned you, then it's impossible to be able to extend that to someone else especially without resentment because you'll constantly feel like you're pouring out and no one ever gave anything to you and so that's so important like this whole grace thing yeah i just said solution with for each other but i guess i should have prefaced it with give it first to yourself and understand that you got some things going on and it's okay we all do let's work through it and then you'll be able to more um purely give grace to someone else because you won't feel so depleted right that's fact. Mm -hmm. That's that. That that is that is beautiful. This is so good, yeah. Mr. Kizzle. Any last things, or how can people find you? You got pages. You have merchandise. So can you plug that for everyone? Absolutely, I can. So I am on Instagram at Express Yourself Black Man. I am also on YouTube, Express Yourself Black Man. We have the podcast on YouTube. We're putting up all the podcast episodes on YouTube. We have the last three episodes on YouTube, and then we're also going to be expanding some of the IG content that we post on YouTube through, like, video content and expanding what I mean and having a lot of different conversations on YouTube. So the, the YouTube page is going to grow a lot as far as content goes. The podcast is available on all streaming platforms. It's literally called Express Yourself Black Man. You can find mm -hmm. it if you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever podcast platform you're on. Literally just type in Express Yourself Black Man and you'll find it. 
the merch. I'm literally wearing the hat right now. Yes. Black man, it's okay to not be okay. The shirt says, black man, it's okay to not be okay. Yes. We have it in different colors. We have it in a hoodie. We have uh, sweatpants, all that beautiful stuff. So go click the link in my bio and click shop and go get you a nice sweatsuit. Go get you a hat. I am going to do, I'm going to get some sweatpants tonight. Please, please. I'm literally going to get the um, tonight. And then we also have an ebook. So I wrote the ebook. It's four different chapters. The first chapter is breakup. Second chapter is depression and suicidal ideations. The third chapter is anxiety. Fourth chapter is attachment styles. And so the way I wrote the ebook is I split each chapter into two sections my story, how I dealt with all of the different subjects in the chapter or all mm -hmm. the book. And then the second part of the chapter would be how to heal so like how i how i eat things mm -hmm. that work for me the resources that work for me all those different things so i kind of basically went back to that in my life and i literally assess what worked for me what didn't mm -hmm. put it all in a book because i know it's hard for a lot of us to get accessibility to therapy or to afford therapy and so i want to create a resource that can kind of help us with some of the biggest issues that i was seeing in our community so which was a lot of people are like yo bro can you write a breakup post Yo, bro, can you help with depression? Yo, bro, can you help with suicidal ideations? Yo, bro, anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. Also, what I realized through all of that stuff is that attachment styles has a big, plays a big role in a lot of that stuff, right? So I was like, I got to include attachment styles in this, right? So that book is on the, is, is in the shop. You go to shop.expressyourselfblackman.com. You can click the link in my bio and click Hurting the Healing ebook. It's called From Hurting the Healing to Black Man's Guide to Feeling. And it's literally me giving you all the resources that help me to heal with dealing with breakups, depression, suicide, ideation, anxiety, and attachment styles. So $25 is $9 with Klarna. Literally, you can spend $9 on food. So if you, come on, if you're really trying to get some healing, come on. All right, stop. Right. So yeah, it's, it's on the shop. And that's really, what else? Do I have anything else? That's it. That's all I can think of. Oh, that's it? That's, that's all? That's it? Thank you so much. I love the work that you're doing. We all do mm -hmm. and we need it. You're necessary. I'm so I love to see the love that's poured into you through your page. And I love seeing all the positive stuff because it's great. I know I'm going to go buy some sweatpants. So I hope that y'all do as well and support this man okay and this work because we cannot just consume this stuff we have to share it and we have to put money behind it and we mm. have to be on our own next about this thing so right thank you so much for your time today no. everybody thank you for listening and we'll see y'all soon yes this has been nice. done. i appreciate it thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode i truly 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 appreciate you so I really hope you got some valuable insight and I hope I helped in some capacity, whether it be through the platform or the podcast. If you'd like to support for free, you can like this video if you're on YouTube or you can share and subscribe regardless of what platform you're listening to the episode on. If you'd like to support monetarily, now we're talking, you can go to shop.expressyourselfblackman.com and get yourself some merch. We have a hoodie, we have sweatsuits, we have shirts, we have hats. We also have an ebook on how to heal where I discuss breakups, depression and suicidal ideations, anxiety and attachment styles. I go in depth about my story with dealing with all of those things and then I explain how to heal in an easy guide. It's easy to follow. 
it's easy to go from reading to implementing. So if you're interested in that as well, it's in the shop. The book is called From Hurting to Healing, A Black Man's Guide to Feeling. So consider supporting monetarily, but regardless of how you support, I appreciate you. Hope you have a great day. Sometimes I know you feel like you ain't got nobody to speak to. Shoulder to lean on somebody you could preach to. No, you need to hear it, my brother. I love you. We got way too much to live for. We got way too much to live for. When we get it, all we want more. When we get it, do we want more? I know it's hard, but you just gotta push on. Tell me from the only brody I was trying to bring you. Tell me how you feel at once. Did you know that you're alive on this earth? Feel like you're